0: Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.
2: You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All
0: right, good to have you with us. It is episode number 293 of the Locked On Redskins podcast. I'm your host, Chris Russell. Chris Russell. Uh, Again, pardon the voice, all scratchy, clawing, uh, just trying to get through day by day, uh, trying to get it better. Still not 100%, as you could probably hear and tell. Uh, This is the second time I'm having to record this. We had some technical difficulties uh, with the first edition of the podcast. That's why it's a little bit late, uh, maybe a lot bit late, Uh, plus had some other things going on in life, Uh, you know, other jobs, other gigs calling at the same time, so uh, trying to make sure we balance everything. All right, so well, let's get started uh, with this. Coming up uh, later on in this episode, we'll hear from Jay Gruden uh, as well. We will talk about the latest round of Trent Williams rumors and speculation and news. But first, we go back to Thursday night. The Redskins finally get that first elusive preseason win, and they beat the Atlanta Falcons 19-7 to at the... Um, uh, in 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 Atlanta for the third preseason game uh, in their new Mercedes Benz Stadium, new two years old. Uh, it's just a beautiful looking place. I've never been there, but I, I'm from everything I've told. It's even better than Jerry's World. Um, so let, let's run down the scoring first. Uh, Dustin Hopkins had a 48 yard field goal capping an eight play 41 yard four minute and 12 second drive for the Redskins. In the first quarter to give them a 3-0 lead, Ish Smith had a 5-yard touchdown run for the Atlanta Falcons to give them a 7-3 lead. That was a uh, 5-play, 33-yard drive. Dustin Hopkins with a 29-yard field goal near the end of the first half after the Redskins had drove 11 plays, 71 yards in 4 minutes and 48 seconds. In between all that was a... Um, a, a big hookup with Cam Sims for 28 yards from Case Keenum. Um, so that gave the Redskins a one-point deficit to climb out of after the second half. They recovered a fumble. Samaj P. Ryan eventually punched it in a three-play 17-yard drive over a short 113 to give the Redskins a lead when P. Ryan was uh, over the goal line, and again, with the Dustin Hopkins kick, it was 13-7 Washington. They would never look back from there. Hopkins would add a 23-yard field goal and a 40-yard field goal. The 23-yard field goal on a six-play, 13-yard drive, two thirteen again off of a turnover to make it 16-7. The 40-yard field goal off of an 11-play, 67-yard drive, five minutes and 23 seconds, the time of possession and a 19-7 win for the Washington Redskins. So kudos to Jay Gruden and the boys. They got it done when they so-called had to get it done uh, on Thursday night at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Now, Let's check out the big-picture stuff, if you don't mind, uh, as we go inside the numbers after this win. The Redskins uh, allowed 17 first downs. They had 16. They were awful on third down as they've been through much of the preseason, 2 of 11, but their defense was really good. 3 of 12 was Atlanta on third down. Total net yards, the Redskins had 280. Atlanta had only 235 Uh, That was on 56 offensive plays for the Redskins. The Falcons had less yards on more plays, 58 offensive um, with 58 offensive plays. The Redskins gained five yards per play. The Falcons just 4.1. The Redskins were outrushed 155 to 108, but they outpassed the Falcons by more than double 172 to 80, 172 to 80. Redskins, six penalties for 35 yards. Falcons, nine for 89. Redskins turned the ball over twice. Atlanta, three times. The time of possession was in favor of Atlanta, 31-24 to 28-36. All right, so that runs down some numbers <clears throat> for you in that regard. Now, big picture items that we need to talk about and cover and address. Darius guys came back and looked sharp. 11 carries, 44 yards Uh, a long of 12, was involved a little bit in the receiving game, was targeted uh, two different times, had one catch. Um, That's not a big deal. He broke a couple of tackles. He had a couple of nice cuts, especially his first two plays, used a stiff stiff arm, if he could speak in English. Um, Again, I think Geis, long of 12, maybe, 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 if things would have broke right, could have busted it. Uh, The bottom line is is I thought Geis looked very sharp, effective. I don't know how you could walk away feeling anything other than that. Most importantly, he did not get hurt. Speaking of getting hurt, uh, Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed got hurt again. Concussion, concussion protocol uh, after his one and only catch for 10 yards got popped. And, well, that's not good. It's reportedly the seventh time he suffered a concussion. Who knows? There may be more times that didn't go reported The bottom line for Jordan Reed is while he's in concussion protocol, he did play for a little bit after that uh, and then developed some symptoms. I don't know if that's good or bad. I I tend to think it's good, but I don't know. Uh, And as with anything, when you're a multiple, 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 multiple repeat patient and you have a long history, we know he's not going to play next Thursday night. That's not even a question. What is – In question to me right now is if the Redskins could get him back on the practice field. Not next week. I don't care about next week. What I care about more is like Labor Day Monday. That's what I care about. The Start of Eagles week. That's what I care about. If Jordan Reed is not doing anything at all, that's a bad sign for week one on Labor Day. If he's limited, if he's participating in individuals, that's probably a good sign. But nevertheless, Jordan Reed muffed up and, <clears throat> um, you know, roughed up in, in, in the head by Keanu Neal uh, on an illegal hit. And the bottom line is, is, you know, Keanu Neal was whistled 15 yards, but he should have been ejected from the game. I, I mean, I have no idea what the officials are looking at. For the officials to see it, make the call, whistle it, know what happened, know the result of what happened, and then to not eject him, especially in a preseason game. Again, it doesn't have to be meaningful. It could sometimes be symbolic. That's the way you get guys' attention. That's the way you get guys' attention. Um, So that was the not-so-good emanating from last night. Um, The other thing that we wanted to kind of touch on real quickly here was Dwayne Haskins. Now, Haskins statistically wasn't going to blow you away. 7 of 13, 74 yards but his footwork is still all over the place. Um, you know, there was one, like, kind of option. Nah, not an option route. It was more like an in-cut route um, that Matt Flanagan had. And it was sl- thrown slightly behind Flanagan. Slightly behind. But he's got to catch it. We all know that. He had a drop. Um, and part of it was, I think, because Haskins had horrible footwork. On that particular play, it was real fast and choppy and, you know, all that. Um, so the bottom line is, is I think that may have affected the accuracy. Uh, and certainly you saw some of that on Thursday night. His, when he's inaccurate, his feet are generally a mess. He missed a short out for a touchdown that was there to Steven Sims. Yet he also made some really nice throws. He did like the back shoulder throw um, in the fourth quarter, I want to say it was, uh, that's impressive. Uh, Again, Dwayne Haskins has a lot to work on, a lot to work on. Uh, So we will see how patient the Redskins are in in terms of that, um, and we'll just have to wait and see. All right, that is going to wrap up this portion as we kind of went through the box score inside the number style and touched on a couple of the big stories. Casanova McKenzie with two sacks. We'll hear from Jay Gruden next, uh, and then we'll talk Trent Williams on this episode number 293 on a football Friday as I record this right here on LOR, episode number 293.
2: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: It's a new season. Antonio Brown is on the Raiders. Le'Veon Bell is with the Jets. Odell Beckham is in Cleveland. One thing that hasn't changed: where I'm putting my money down on all the games, guys. My bookie is the place to bet every football weekend my bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book period this year they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest first place guaranteed to win at least a hundred thousand and it only costs a hundred dollars to enter all you got to do is pick five games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool i would only recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me that's why my bookie is always the right way to play you bet, you win, they pay. Again, live in game betting on every single NFL game. All right, here's the deal, guys. You get up to $1,000 first deposit bonus, and then you double your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKED ON to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today. That's M Y B O O K I E. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCKED ON when creating your account to claim the bonus. Bet, win, and get paid. All right, back here on episode number 293. Uh, wrapping up a couple of defensive statistics, I actually forgot to give this uh, to you. I mentioned Casanova McKenzie with two sacks, also three tackles. John Bostic had a total of five tackles. So did Ryan B. Uh, B.J. Blunt battling for an inside linebacker spot also had five. He's a big, thick, physical dude. Landon Collins was all over the place. Four total tackles. Um, Ryan Anderson with... Uh, with four total tackles, um, two solo, and two on his own. Marquise Flowers, four tackles uh, for the Redskins. And, you know, most of the regulars, most much of a chance to really rack up any legitimate statistics. So, overall, it was a good defensive day. Uh, Josh Harvey Clemens had a big pressure on third down. The Redskins were really good at getting off the field on third down. That was, to me, the highlight of Thursday night. Landon Collins had a nice end breakup, uh, so that was important. Uh, uh, Montez Sweat had uh, a big pressure on Matt Ryan on third down, forcing an incompletion. So again, it was getting off the field on third down. Uh, the Redskins were awful at that last year, uh, and the bottom line is is they need to be really good at it uh, this year. All right, let's hear from Jay Gruden meeting with reporters after after last night's 19-7 win over the Atlanta Falcons, or I should say Thursday nights, 19-7 win over the Atlanta Falcons.
3: Jay, what can you tell us about Jordan? Uh, I think on that hit, um, he developed concussion symptoms. They went into normal protocol, and uh, he was symptomatic, so um, we followed the protocol, and there we have it. He
0: obviously kept playing a little bit after that. When
3: did he start to develop his symptoms? After, after halftime a little bit.
1: They tell you about that hit? That seems to be the type of hit that guys are getting ejected for now. What did you ask about
3: that? What result? No, they got the fifteen yard penalty but no ejections, so I didn't I didn't notice it being that bad. I'll have to go back and watch it. But you know we got the flag so
2: J going to work for Darius in that first half. How much of a priority was it to really get him going number one and number two where was your evaluation?
3: Yeah, I think he did good. You know, it was important to get him the ball. I wanted to get him uh, quite a few touches, try to get him some rhythm, sweat. He used to hit, hit the ground, getting hit, tackled, protecting the football, get, get him some balls out of the backfield. So uh, I think it was a productive night for him. You know, I think uh, he looked like he was decisive in his cuts for the most part, um, ran with some power at times, uh, moved the pile when there wasn't there. So wasn't anything there. So I was uh, impressed just standing on the sideline. We'll go back and watch the film and see what it looks like.
1: OK, we ask you just right? read and these are two guys we held up to this point
3: and it's this constant line of coaches have to walk between getting guys at work and making sure don't they're doing the best you can to protect them for the season. Is this just an example tonight of that line that you guys just have to constantly walk? Yeah, no, we, we need to work. We have a new quarterback, um, some new offensive linemen, we, we need the work. Darius, come back from an injury, he needs the work. Uh, we need we need some continuity. We need some work. This is the only time you get really full speed reps. You know, you go out on the practice field, you go against our defense, and it's not quite the same as it is coming out here on game day playing against their starting defense. So it was good work for everybody. Um, you know, fingers crossed Jordan will be OK. But I think everybody else came out pretty good.
0: Jeff. It's always when a guy, you know, comes back from injury, you kind of wonder about, you know, how to take that first hit. With guys, is it even, you know, given the circumstances with even more, maybe is something you kind of wonder about, you
1: know, kind of your breath
3: tonight? You just never know. Certain guys handle injuries differently, and uh, obviously hasn't affected Darius at all. He ran hard, ran with some power. I think his uh, quickness was still there. Didn't really get a chance to see him in the open open field where he could really use his speed, but I think he, he looked good. Um, so. Uh, I think it was great work for him, and this is something he he, he really needed.
1: Turn the corner to the the first game with the starters. For Case, how have you seen
3: him evolve from when he got here to what you saw tonight? Yeah, I think he's done pretty good. You know, he's continued to just get better, and this is all – it's a a transition for him. You know, he's coming from a different system, his third system in three years. So it's not easy, you know, terminology, um, the way we do things, the way we call things. So he's getting better and better every day, more comfortable, same with Dwayne. So um, it's, uh, it's a process, and we're just continuing to build on what they've learned so far, and we'll continue to branch off as we get ready for Philly. Yeah, we'll have to see. I haven't seen the film. I know he had the holding call to one foot line, and then uh, you know he thought he heard something and came down and left his defensive lineman free to hit the quarterback on another play where Vernon was wide open. But uh, we'll get him cleaned up. I think, like for him, this is great work as well. This is his first time playing guard, you know, with the communication and the speed of the game, and and that's a pretty good front over there at Atlanta. So it's a great test for him. He's going to continue to get tested and we'll evaluate him, um, see his progress, and go from there.
1: Uh, it would seem that case is your starting quarterback, given the reps and how it's been distributed and all that kind of stuff. What do you need to see to make that official for week one
3: that he's your regular I'm just going to go back and watch the film and, and uh, critique it and, like we always do and, and go from there. So, uh, I'm excited to see Dwayne make some throws in the pocket. Um, I uh, like things that Case did. Obviously, the turnover was disturbing. But uh, other than that, I think he moved the ball pretty well and did, did, did some good things. And they both have done some good things this preseason. Was the way that
0: Jordan's been in camp, is this particularly
3: a blow tonight for you? Yeah, uh, no. I mean, I. You know, you stand up here all the time and you start to worry about these injuries all the time. These guys gotta go out and play football. They gotta practice and it's unfortunate. Hopefully he'll be okay. I just talked to him and, and uh, you know we just gotta go through the process though. This is something that it's out of our hands now. He's gotta go through the protocol and uh, get to the doctors and and uh, hopefully he'll be okay. But um, Fortunately nobody else got injured, uh, but it's necessary. I thought the work was necessary for our entire football team today. Sorry, so to clarify on that, he was evaluated and now is in the concussion. Yeah.
0: All right, that's Redskins head coach Jay Gruden meeting with reporters um, in Atlanta. All right, we'll come back, and we'll talk Trent Williams wrap-up shop here on the Locked on Redskins podcast, episode number 293. I'm Chris Russell. Thanks for being with us on LOR. What's up, guys? It's Chris Russell here, Locked on Redskins. Long day at work, tough day at school, still stuck at the office. Treat yourself to the meal you deserve and have your favorite restaurants come to you. All with DoorDash. Your sweatpants are on for the day, but you're sick of microwave leftovers and frozen pizza. Who needs that stuff, right? And our DoorDash restaurant-quality food with a living room dress code. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app. Choose what you want to eat, and your food will be delivered to you wherever you are. Not only is your favorite food uh, and pizza joint already on DoorDash, but there's over 340,000 restaurants in over 3,300 cities, so you might find a new favorite, too. Door-to-door delivery in all 50 states and Canada. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code LOCKEDON. That's $5 off your first order when you download the DoorDash app from the App Store and enter the promo code LOCKEDON. Don't forget, promo code LOCKEDON On
2: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, so we're back here. And so the big story from Thursday that kind of slept under the radar because the Redskins were actually playing a game was Kevin Sheehan of his own podcast and of the Team 980 in Washington, D.C. Uh, and I worked with Kevin for five years. I like Kevin. Uh, Kevin's really, really smart, uh, very analytical, very savvy, very shrewd. Uh, he reported on Thursday morning that he was told that the Redskins were offered a first round pick from the New England Patriots a few weeks ago. That was quickly backed up by J.P. Finley of NBC Sports Washington this has kind of unfolded from here is this. There's multiple reports that say the Patriots are no longer interested in doing this, that they're happy with Isaiah Wynn at left tackle who's coming off of a blown Achilles. Then we had Ian Rappaport came uh, from NFL Network who came in and totally squashed the Kevin Sheehan report. I said it was uh, basically unequivocally not true. Uh, I also had... Um, a conversation with somebody who completely and totally deny it. And he would be in a position uh, where he would have certainly better information uh, on this situation than I, is how I will say that. So I don't necessarily give it away. Um. So I, quite honestly, I don't know who to believe. I don't know what exactly is true. Um, uh, do I believe that New England was absolutely interested? Yes. Do I believe that they had a discussion? Yes. Do I believe that New England offered a first-round pick? I, I, I don't know what to believe. Do I think it could have happened? Absolutely. Do I think there's all the reason in the world why the Patriots would would make sh- want to make sure that that did not get out? Yes. Do I have... Reason to believe that the Redskins would not want that information to get out? Yes, because if they indeed were offered a first-round pick by the Patriots and they chose not to move and they don't get a first-round pick in a subsequent trade, they look terrible. So they don't want that information out there. So this could be both teams basically covering it up and saying, no, 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 there's nothing to see here. It didn't happen. You're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Getting the message out through different filters in the media. This could be one team. This could be both teams. It could be true. It could be completely made up. I don't know how it would be completely made up. Uh, I've heard again, Kevin Sheehan, JP Finley. I I have heard from other people who heard something similar, uh, however, did not you know go forward with it. Again. There's too many people that have heard, been told, whatever. And remember, as we've kind of covered this story all along, you know, JP Finley has been very dialed into New England, um, three teams, AFC teams, maybe an NFC team. Uh, remember, there was that Jeff Howe from the Athletic who first reported that the Redskins and the Patriots had had trade discussions. Again, there's just way too much smoke to this fire. Without there being nothing to this, so again, uh, I, you know, I'll just lay it out. I'm, I'm gonna just sit this one out and say, uh, I've talked to a lot of people about it. Some people swear that it happened. Some people swear that it didn't happen. I have no idea what to believe, other than, you know, everybody's got differing accounts. Uh, and I'm, I, I mean, I, I do believe, I do believe that the Patriots were worried about left tackle, I do believe that the Redskins have been gauging trade interest all along. That doesn't mean that something definitive happened. It 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 doesn't. So uh, we'll just leave it at that and just say it's another day, another chapter, another uh, week, another time uh, that the circus tent is firmly planted over Ashburn where it always is, where the Redskins train, where the Redskins live, where the Redskins operate. Sorry, that's just the way it always is and always is going to be. All right, we're going to wrap it up here uh, on LOR 293. I'm Chris Russell. Thanks for being with us uh, right here. Adios.
2: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music.